Hey, I'm Joe Pellegrino, and this is Legacy Lifters, a ministry presented by legacy-minded men whose mission is to transform lives by engaging, encouraging, and equipping men to build a Christ-centered legacy. In other words, we want to see men live out loud what God has for them. This is part two of an interview that I did with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. I forgot the Canfield the first time, but now that I know you're married, we got Canfield on there. So, Michelle, <laughs> welcome back. Thank you. Glad to be here. Let's pick up where we left off, okay? So let's not waste any time. Tell me what a powerful relationship uh, between a father and a daughter means to that daughter and, conversely, a bad relationship. Oh, great question. Well, the research confirms, if there's any dads listening that love the facts, give me the data. Yeah, just the facts, ma'am. Here they are. The research confirms that when a daughter feels connected to her dad, there's the key. There's a feeling, an emotional engagement between a dad and a daughter. Every part of her life is better. Better grades in school. More likely to finish high school and attend college. Greater self-esteem. Less depression. More, or I should say, less body dissatisfaction. More body satisfaction and healthier weight. I mean, that's a huge one. So dads, in case you're inclined in your family to tease about weight, Hey, we've got a little bit in the caboose here, a little more in the caboose. That stuff goes in. So dad, really watch what you say because your daughter, again, like I said last time, internalizes your view of her, mm-hmm. but she'll have less body dissatisfaction if she feels connected to you and affirmed and supported by you in that area. With, when a daughter, again, feels a connection to her dad, less suicide attempts. And this next one, you're going to love dads, delays sexual activity. Mm-hmm. decreases in teen pregnancy. I mean, Joe, who would have ever thought that a strong dad-daughter bond is actually a contraceptive? Mm, wow, that's good. Come on now. That's good. I mean, that's a big one. Last one I'll mention is more pro-social empathy. I mean, my goodness, if we've ever needed that, uh, it's now. Never more than now. So, Dad, the more you can strengthen your connection with your daughter, the bond with her. I mean, I put that word connection in my first book. Dad, here's what I really need from you, a guide for connecting with your daughter's heart because it's that feeling of connection and bondedness that will give your daughter what she needs to do life. And let's add the other piece. You as a dad build a bridge to God as a father so that when you're not there, she knows she has a dad who never mm-hmm. leaves her, never forsakes her. I think, wow, what a privilege you have as fathers and a responsibility, right? Yeah. To build a bridge to God as a father by the way you're supportive, attentive, present. Remember, you don't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You just have to be present and you're modeling God as a father. So there's that piece of what a daughter has to gain. Did I answer that part of the question? You did. And let's, let's flip it now because we've been talking about the, the response of the daughter and what it means to the daughter. What about what it means to the dad? Yeah. Well, the dads that I've coached over the last decade in the ABBA project and even in my counseling office, which is right here where I'm sit- sitting right now, but dads, I watch two things happen when they're more equipped to lead their daughter's heart and see that it has impact in her life that's positive, is I see his confidence build because his competence builds. Mm. And I've discovered that when a man knows he's getting it right, his competence, you know, right? He's more competent because he has more tools, but then his confidence builds to go, I can do that again because I saw that when I softened my tone, she actually responded better. Or dad, here's a practical 
idea for you. Put the two words I'm wondering in front of sentences you ask her. So when you I'm come wondering. and go, you know, this, hap this is an actual conversation that a dad in my group had. He would say, Megan, why didn't you go to school today? And she would, you know, the closet come out or the wall would go up and she wouldn't answer him. So he comes to the group going, just it seems like his confidence was low because his competence was low. He didn't have a tool in his fathering toolbox to know how to navigate that conversation. But he obviously wanted his daughter to go to school and she's not going. It's senior year. She doesn't care anymore, but he cares. Sure. So as dads, you say, how do I lead my daughter to have values that you see will benefit her life, but all she's doing is reacting negative and you're lost, right? Out in the woods without, you know, a compass. And I say, dad, put the two words I'm wondering hmm. in front of the same question, because then you come as a, as really, I would say someone who's curious rather hmm. than a dominant rule enforcer. So he hmm. says, Megan, I'm wondering, why didn't you go to school today? And she said, oh, cause we had a late start and she's talking to me. I can't believe it. So dad, what you have to gain by engaging your daughter's heart is as much as I would say expansive and as important as what your daughter will. You will be happier. You're more confident, right? And happier when the women in your life are happy. So and listen, full, full disclosure on my part, a lot of times I'm accused of passive aggressively saying something. And in that example you just gave, you know, I'm wondering is a wonderful thing. But if I'm saying I'm wondering and the whole body language is saying I'm accusing. So I think that's an important piece. Would you agree? Well, yes. And let me add, I love that you just mentioned body language is I've heard that communication is 7% words, 38% mm -hmm. tone of voice, mm -hmm. and 55% body language. Sure. So you're right. You could go, okay, I'm wondering and you lean in, you know, and kind of come across aggressively, man, she's going to back off. So back to that question of that I had shared last time where you could ask your daughter, what could I do to be a better dad to you? Mm. Is I tell dads often, if you find that your daughter doesn't want to do a dad daughter date with you, I would really encourage you to either ask her, why don't you feel safe around me? Or what has you not wanting to be close to me? Because it could be that your tone of voice scares mm. her or another one I hear from daughters is they don't want to be a disappointment to you yeah. as dad. Mm. And if you get that tone of voice of disappointment, like, Hmm, wow. I would have thought you would have made a better decision. Mm. She's not going to keep telling you what she's done. That was stupid. And she learned the hard way. If she knows you're going to be disappointed in her. Sure. So that might be a practical way, dad, to really think, watch my tone of voice, watch my body language, get down on her level. If I need to say something, squat down, kneel down. So I'm not towering over her just practical tweaks that you can do to your communication skills that will let your daughter know you're right there with her. Okay. Now let's be honest. A lot of times a, a dad might have the right heart. He might say, I'm wondering, and he's saying it with the right body language, the right tonality, all that. But sometimes he's got a tough daughter, a reluctant daughter. Yes. What happens then? which is obviously a lot of daughters. You know, I was one of those strong-willed ones, four daughters, I'm the oldest. I was definitely the more emotional and verbal one. <laughs> and not always reluctant, but yet at the same time, a lot of dads that do my groups, they can't even get their reluctant daughters to engage in, in a dad-daughter date for the whole nine months of the group. We meet no. once a month for nine months. And these dads don't give up. See, because again, back to that Malachi 4.6, 
verse that we talked about last time that you love, Joe, mm -hmm. is it starts with the father. It says mm -hmm. the father first turns his heart, not his head, which means softer, more emotionally engaged, a t more tender, sensitive kind of thing. And I believe God commanded that of dads because it doesn't come as natural or intuitive. That's why yes. I believe the command is dads are saying your heart has to turn dad if you want your children's heart to turn. Amen. So sometimes dads with a reluctant daughter, if you pull a power card, like we have to meet, you have to talk to me, you know, your daughter is going to put up a stronger fight. So mm -hmm. it's, it's really remember Proverbs 15, one says a soft answer turns away anger a so gentle answer a soft a gentle, answer yes. a, soft, a more gentle stance is you want to lead your daughter by example right because more is caught sure than taught. Mm -hmm. so if you want her to respond softly if you need a timeout dad you remember joe do you remember when your kids were little did you guys ever give them a timeout sure. based on their age they're five years old take a five mm -hmm. minute timeout. You know, so I say, dad, take a time out as old as your age. You might need a 50 minute timeout to really mm -hmm. calm this. The midbrain is where uh, we have our emotional centers mm -hmm. in our, that's where all this emotion that we have is centered. Our frontal lobe, this prefrontal cortex is where we have our thinking and rational decision-making and that judgment comes from this part. So mm -hmm. when we're flooded emotionally, our frontal lobe goes offline. And so we've got to calm down that midbrain in order to think more rationally in a response. Well, the way that we calm our midbrain is through what we call, do, do you think any of you guys, is this too maybe psychobabbly for something? It's called bilateral stimulation, right, left hemisphere. So when we sleep with REM sleep, right, that's rapid eye movement, our eyes are going back and forth rapidly, right, left, right, left, right, left. So in the day, you can activate bilateral stimulation, Dad, by walking, you know, go take a, a walk around the block. If you've got to, you know, calm your, your midbrain down, you can tap on your shoulders. You could do this to your daughter. Hey, hon, this, you're going to think this is really weird. I heard this thing from some shrink from Oregon that said this is a good way to calm our bodies. Right, left hemisphere. You know, you can tap on your knees. Something that... If you can't go outside, that allow you know this is another one. You can just if you're in a meeting, a staff meeting, or dad, or you're at home going, I'm gonna blow, I'm gonna blow. That's disrespectful. That's where dads are like, I'm calling it here. Mm. Take deep diaphragm breaths in and out, in through your nose, four beats, out through your mouth at six, in four, out six. Like breathing, calming techniques. You're gonna be a dad who doesn't say things you regret. If you can calm your own midbrain first, then you're gonna have your frontal lobe more online where you're gonna make a better decision about how to respond. But teach your daughter these things. Sure. You know, hey, I'm finding this is helping me. So dads, I'm all about giving you practical ideas for your toolbox that you can put into action today to be the dad you want to be and the hero you want to be and the dad and hero that your daughter needs you to be. So speaking of a toolbox, in Let's Talk, you give literally hundreds of scripting items for men because we are a lot of times at the end of our, our rope, we don't know how to do something and you are coaching us through in this book. Again, yes. it's Let's Talk, which is Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. Terrific book every dad of a, a young woman should have this book. So talk to me about that. Sure. 
Well, this book, like I said, it's my second, and I wanted a book that was practical. No theory, or not just, just theory, I should say. It has some of that. But I don't think dads need to hear anymore that they need to be a better dad, a stronger dad, a more engaged dad. Sure. Dads, are, I already know that. And I want to give you practical ways that you can open up conversations with your daughters, because here's the deal. When our mouths open, as women, our hearts open. These go mm -hmm. together right? Mm -hmm. And when our hearts are open, your hearts as dads are open. Like you can tell when we're like, when we're shut down, it's because we stop talking. Mm -hmm. We don't, and you're like, oh, something's not okay. So mm -hmm. if you can get her talking yeah. and talking to you, not mm -hmm. only is she going to be able to figure out what's going on inside of her better because she's verbalized it, yeah. but you are going to understand her better. In fact, just yesterday, I had a 15-year-old sitting right here and I asked if I had permission to share her story and she said, sure. But her dad took her on a date this week and did one of the conversation starters out of the book because they're all by theme, topic. There's 60 topics in the book. And she said to me just 24 hours ago, I feel like my dad understands me better now. She goes, he kept saying, oh, I didn't know you thought that or felt that. She goes, yeah. Like in other words, it was right there. He just needed to draw it out of her. And then she said at the end, I feel so much relief now. Hmm. All because her dad engaged her in a topic of conversation in the book. So there's five themes. Lead her to laugh, lead her to love herself and others, lead her to look, deeper inside herself, lead her to lament, and then lead her to listen. And that five one, fifth one is flipping the script so that the daughter has questions to ask you as a dad about your life. But my new husband, Dr. Ken Canfield, founder of the National Center for Fathering, he told me recently that he thinks that fourth section on lamenting is the strongest in the whole book. Why? He's, you know, he's walking through lament, grief, loss with his three daughters. I mean, he has five children, but three are daughters. And they're all lamenting and grieving differently the loss of their mother from last year. Mm -hmm. So he says, and I agree that that lamenting section is so key because dads, if your daughters haven't looked at the wounds, maybe from you, words you've spoken, maybe it's where you've missed reaching her heart, or it could be mm -hmm. loss of a loved one or friends or a pet or a job, things that are hurting her, those tend to fester just like a physical injury. Sure. You can't just leave it forever. You have to attend to it and get surgery or clean the abscess out, or it's going to get worse. Well, same with heart wounds, is if your daughter hasn't faced those, right? She's gonna, it's gonna fester and manifest in adulthood. In fact, Joe, every year I ask the dads in the ABBA project, by a show of your hands, I have 12 men a year that I mentor, coach, but I ask them, how many of you are married to a woman or were married to a woman who you would say has father wounds now, like in her adult life? Sure. Are you surprised to hear that 100% of the hands go up? No. So they are, no. there they all are. Like, mm -hmm. I don't ask them what they are. I just ask that. Mm -hmm. And then I say, how many of you then are, would say she's like, she's still living today? out of the woundedness from, from there's no question i see all, all the time all yep. the time and, so and they don't recognize it either exactly so here's what i want to say to you as dads is whatever age your daughter is right now she could be seven she could be 17 she could be 27 37 if you can clean things out that you may not even know you said that she mm. still is remembering because the one hurt remembers longer sure. than the one who caused the harm 
and you can make amends now rather than defend why you said that. Well, you know, because you did, mm, right? You make amends now, you're going to raise a healthier daughter. So that section is, is really key, 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 the lamenting piece. So that's why I give you scripts because you may say, I don't even know how to go into that mm -hmm. conversation. So I'll give you an example in, in one question you could ask your daughter is what words have I spoken to you that have stuck with you that make you feel better about yourself? So we start positive, but then the flip side is, honey, what words have I spoken to you that have stuck with you that have made you feel worse about yourself? And then you can course correct now. I mean, you do that at work. Don't you do that at the gym? Hey, I'm not getting the results I want. Hey, trainer, how do I course correct? What do I need to do different to, to build more muscles? So you already do this in other parts of your life. I want you to bring it over to your relationship. So you, you, you also talk about the daughter having the opportunity to ask the father questions. Can you talk a little bit about that? This actually was born out of feedback from daughters in the ABBA project that said they got tired of being on the hot seat, where I thought daughters would love this, being, you know, asked about all kinds of fun things, lighthearted things like, you know, what do you, what do you want your wedding day to look like? What mm. colors do you want in your wedding? You know, where do you want it to be? What kind of flowers do you want? Every dad that I've talked to, I haven't met one yet that's gone into that much detail with their daughter on their wedding day. That's a fun conversation. But what about the ones that are on divorce or suicide or mm -hmm. anxiety or cutting or same-sex attraction or whatever? Dads oftentimes back off. But girls go, I got, they told me, I got tired of being on the hot seat. So that's why I flipped the script at the Good. end of the book saying, because I think we live in a technologically based duh environment where you know we're limited to 280 characters or we're texting everything and mm -hmm. i think for daughters especially millennials gen z for them to be able to learn how to engage and lead conversations as a skill set out in the real world who better to learn that with than you so if your daughter has a script in front of her to learn how to engage you in questions that go deeper she's building her own skill set for interpersonal effectiveness. So on that one, it's questions maybe about your romantic history, mm -hmm. about your, your, you know, let her pick the topics in the book she wants to have you ask her about and then be asked by you. So it's about, you know, maybe mistakes you've made, your drug and alcohol history. And obviously you've got to make your responses based on her age and appropriateness. Sure. But I have daughters that say, wow, my dad's human. He always acted like he had all the answers or, that he didn't have any grace for me at my age. But yet when you start telling her what you did, that was stupid at 15. Yeah. You're going to open the door to her be more, to be more honest with you about mistakes she's making at 15. And it's going to help you remember that you didn't have all the answers at that age either. But, mm -hmm. and it's questions about your childhood, your relationships with your parents. Sure. And anyway, a lot of, a lot of questions that are again about interacting with your daughter on all kinds of topics to strengthen the dad daughter bond. Hmm, that's awesome. How does a dad know when he's getting it right? <laughs> well, that's a really good question. Sometimes you might have to ask her mom, uh, are you getting any feedback? Is this helpful? Because she might not tell you. She might not think to tell you. But really, the best way to know it is to ask her. And I love doing zero to 10. I do this all the time in my counseling office. Because sometimes the read we get from someone on the outside isn't what's going on on the inside. Yeah, right. You could Solid. ask her again. How am I doing as your dad, zero to 10 right now? Could I pursue your heart any better? I mean, you just mm. have to keep the conversation going, dad, because your daughter has the depth, whether she's an introvert or extrovert, she's got the words in there. And mm. for dads that may have an estranged 
um, reality going on with their daughter. Joe, I would say probably 75% of the emails I get across the country because, you know, my, my radio program podcast is called The Dad Whisperer. So a little plug there. If you're a dad that wants more resources, you can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com or the iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. I'll have The Dad Whisperer as well. But dads that listen, write me and say, I'm estranged from my daughter. I don't know what to do. I mean, heartbreaking emails and in person as well. And they don't know what to do, mm-hmm. right, to fix it. It's like she won't talk to me. Mm-hmm. I'm reaching out. I get tired of reaching out because clearly she doesn't want to respond. I'm saying, Dad, don't give up. Don't give up. Stay the course in a practical way that you as dads might be able to even use Let's Talk This Book. I say, take a pen with you on your dad-daughter date, write in the book or get an adjunct book. It's like you're writing the playbook for your mm-hmm. daughter. I'm telling you, daughters, I asked the one yesterday, the 15-year-old, I go, what was that like for your dad to actually read out of the book to you? Did you think it was stupid or lame? Or do you wish he would have come up with his own? She goes, oh, no, I thought it was really sweet <laughs> that he was, you know, coming with a script in hand to connect with me. But not all your daughters are going to feel that way. Or right. if estranged from you you can't ask her those questions so i say dad buy a journal buy a journal like a practical hard bound one not not anything on on an email if you can because there's something about handwriting that's really powerful to stand out from technology right now and write answers to questions in the book for her like what's your favorite color you could say like you know honey i think your favorite color used to be blue i'm wondering right now if you haven't seen her for a year if it's still blue, but if it is, I love picturing your bedroom right now. Like it might be that kind of thing or dad in that book, you could date it. So it's a time capsule and write like, this is what I wish for you. This is what I'm praying for you. This is what I miss about you. This is what I remember from the first day you came home from the hospital and I laid eyes on you for the first time, like Mm. right in the book. And you've got it dated so that when, see, I'm not saying if, when there's reconciliation or some kind of connection. Can you imagine the power of giving that book to her mm. to say you were never far from my heart Yeah. and no matter what you heard, cause some dads, if, di- if there's divorce and it's been messy, I've had dads that are very broken over what is being said about them by their ex behind closed doors. And they don't feel like they have any power to change that reality. But look at dad, if you've got something tangible to give her, Later on, look at the power of that. I even had one dad with that messages on mirrors thing go right on his daughter's outside mirror of her car that he loved her. And he said, she won't talk to me. She won't do a date with me. So he found a way to go right on her car mirror. And guess what? He came into the group and said, I know she read it. You know why? Because I went and checked and it was wiped off. (laughs) Come on, dad. Don't give up. Your daughter needs you. Even if you don't get feedback that she does, God tells you that you have, have influence and impact and don't give up pursuing your daughter's heart because the day will come when she'll need you. Well, real quick on, on that same note, you mentioned go to the mom and ask the mom. So what, what is the mom's role in all of this? Yeah, that's a great question because not all moms maybe know how to support a dad, mm-hmm. but I have found many moms actually are quite powerful and effective in setting the husband up to to succeed, right? Mm -hmm. Rather than always saying, you're not spending enough time, you're not doing enough. Mm -hmm. So moms are now buying my books. Have they done that the last number of years to say, you know, let's, let's ally as women and support the men that we're married to, or even were married to. 
Yeah. I have some moms that are already giving this book to their ex-husbands to say, I wished I would have had a dad that engaged me in these conversations. Yeah. So I want to set that dad-daughter relationship up for more success. Mm -hmm. So moms, the power that you have, watch what you say behind closed doors. Even if you're divorced from yeah. you know, the man Very who that's the father of your children, that's watch right. what you say because those words stick with your kids. Mm -hmm. And even if you had a hostile relationship with him, really, I would try to hold back on negative words because your daughter then won't want to get close to her dad. Yeah. So I get that there's, this is really a, an overgeneralized statement because every situation is different, but that mm. would be my, my general sense is moms, you have influence, take that influence and really use it for good to build yeah. the bond between your daughter and their dad. So, so what do you hope to accomplish or you would, what do you hope for men who read your book? What do you, what would you, what's the result that you want to say? The biggest thing I want to see is the dad-daughter bond strengthen in this country. Because like I told you earlier, the research shows that every part of a daughter's life is better when she feels a connection to her dad. And I believe that if we want to see our country turn around from the ground up, it comes with healthier women. Because as we both know, Joe, is when a daughter is hurting and didn't have her dad fill up her bucket, yep. she's going to make really poor decisions. Very bad. Yep. Relationally. Uh, spiritually and when a daughter is healthy we stand out from the rest when we mm -hmm. have a, a healthier self-esteem and self-confidence and know who we are to God know who we are in the world and so much of that comes from you dad so my hope my prayer is as I've prayed over this book and shed tears over this book and given my my all to it is that it's a resource in your hands to invest in the heart of your daughter because we will have a healthier country from the ground up. Like I just said, if women are healthier, we're going to have less unwanted pregnancies, less abortion rates, right? Because girls aren't looking for love and then dealing with the fallout there. We're going to have, I believe, better leaders, better mothers who know really more confidently who they are. Sure. And so much of that comes from you, dad. So whatever age your daughter is, set up dad-daughter dates, engage her in conversations, use the scripts I've given you. And if your daughter doesn't like any of the questions, just blame me and I'm your fall guy. So you can't do it wrong. Hey, guys, listen, I've made all the mistakes I'm telling you right now. But today can be the new beginning in the relationship between you and your daughter, daughters. Make the time to learn, to understand them, to let them know that you love them no matter what. Today could be that day. So whatever's happened in the past has happened. Keep going forward. Michelle, how do they get in touch with you and how do they get a hold of your book? Yep. So you can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com. There's a link there where you can buy my book on Amazon, but any book distributor has it. And it's also available as an audio book. So many men may like that idea better than reading it. They like listening to it. And then, like I said, you can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com. I'll say that again, where... There's a link for all kinds of free resources. You can listen to the dad whisper there. And I'm all about resourcing men, dads of daughters, so that really these things I want you to know too, dads, also these questions work with your sons. My One of my mm -hmm. brother-in-laws is using them with his more introverted 17-year-old son. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Conversations. So I wrote it to dads and daughters, but it works for moms and sons, dads and sons. And I just say, go dads. I believe in you. I really enjoyed this, Michelle. This has been, this is phenomenal. And I got to tell you, I'm convicted again. 
And uh, I'm sure I'm going to make some more adjustments, but I want to thank you for your time. I pray that uh, God's will will be over your book and your ministry, that you'll touch men because Lord knows we need it. And for everybody else out there, just remember something. Again, today can be that day where you start over again. You made mistakes. We, it happens. Keep going forward. And remember this. Life is God's gift to you. The Christ-centered legacy you leave behind, that's your gift back to him. Have a blessed day.